This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, that song is pretty fitting for how I feel right now. It's falling apart. It is. Buzz Family, if you can recognize that voice, which you should be able to. Hi there. How's it going? It's Dustin. Yes, I am back because of... Because of COVID. Because of COVID. Well, not that Justin got COVID. No, 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 no. But um, when Chris got sick on Monday, I kind of went into survival mode with how are we going to do this? What can we do? And so I invited Justin, who is very safe, wore a mask, like, everywhere outside of here. We would clean the studio first thing in the morning. Um, And uh, then, basically, the big big boss came in and was like, "Mm -mm, we can't have any guests. I'm like... Oh, my God. (laughs) Now what? (laughs) And he's like, well, uh, you can either do the show yourself. You can play best ofs. And I'm like, best ofs. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Or or you can bring in somebody that's already uh, on the staff. And I was like, well, you're talking about Dustin. Dustin, of course, this is the way it works. Just started school. Yeah. Yeah. I just had my back to teacher work training starting on Tuesday. So, yeah, yeah, of course, all this happens right around the time when I'm supposed to be doing that. And, of course, COVID. Of course. Yeah, wow. You suck, COVID. You (laughs) suck so bad. We completely understand you're not supposed to have guests. Totally get it. Totally get why. But it was, like, you cleaned. Justin is probably one of the safest people we know when it comes to all this. Yeah. Because he's been so directly affected by it. Right. But still, I get it. It's it's the rules. It's the policy. So now you guys got me. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> Just like I call you crying. This is this is a good break from drinking through a fire hose um, with all of policies and all of the new ways that we're going to have to do everything in schools and everything else. Well, so. since you you had your first like teacher day, I definitely want to get into that somewhere in the show about what it's like on right. the teacher side of this. I mean. Wow. You know, oh, God. <laughs> Lately, I've been giving up a lot more. <laughs> and that's not like Lent giving up, like just like, oh, screw this. I'm I was going to say, how have you been how have you been giving up? Like what? Give me an example. <laughs> OK. When a couple weeks ago, the power went out in my building. Okay. So I go all the way down 30 flights of stairs. I know this sounds like a first world problem. <laughs> Shut up. And uh, they wouldn't we couldn't get up back into our apartments. Right. Okay. Because the elevators were, everything was shut down because of the no power. And so basically that led into this and led into this. And then I just finally was like, you know what, screw it. I'm not going to work tomorrow. If I can't get into my apartment that has all of my stuff, I'm not going to work tomorrow. So I gave up as opposed to like finding a way. 
You just gave up. I just gave up. I mean, I think I would, too. Yeah. 30 flights of stairs is a lot. It is. And it's very hard to do this this job without any of your stuff. Right, because they have, like, really old Microsoft crap here. Like, Windows 1. <laughs> Everything and I'm just like, no, I can't, I can't use that. But so, yeah, yesterday when my options were do a best of or do it yourself or I don't know, try to get dusted in here, even though he has a full work schedule teaching kids right after this, I was just like, you know what? Hmm, is this the time? This is so funny. I, <laughs> I'm not complaining about the job. I love the job so much. But my friend was like, you know, if you quit, none of this is your problem. That, wow. I know. Isn't that awful? But also so true. It's so crazy to think about. <gasps> Buzz fam, if you do all the setbacks that always happen <laughs> on this damn show, all I want is consistency for you. That's it. That is it. But it's like, no, you can have this, but you can only have this little version of this thing Every You've time. got some consistency. I am consistently here like four times a year now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving up on the show, no. But like little battles, giving up a couple of those. It's like, what? forget it. What little battles are we giving up on? My diet. <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends. Six to nine on 96.5 what The Buzz. What the hell is that, Dustin? What the hell? What? What the hell is that, Dustin? Did Why did you take... The crappy computer that we have here that Lazlo uses for some weird reason. Hey. And unplug it. This is not the crappy computer. Look, look under wait, here. Wait, wait, look wait, through wait. here. That's a crappy computer. Hold on, there's two. This is, this is what they gave me to teach with. Yeah. Your, your name is on that. Yeah, it like, is. Like, I see it. Like a yeah, sticker. Yeah, they put with a little name. sticker with my name on it so that if I lose it, I'll know it's mine. ThinkPad? ThinkPad. 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 What? brand is that it's windows um well <laughs> it's uh what when lenovo Leno- oh my god isn't that the one that you get like really cheap at walmart like probably. that's like the cheapest probably one. ew ew the the other districts i have worked for always had uh macbooks which was nice yeah but i understand where they're coming from i've had this debate with a lot of people um kids probably shouldn't use ipads and macbooks why through school why the I hate to say this because I use one every day for this. The quote real world and quote business world use HP Windows, all that stuff. I mean, look around us. It's all it's all HP stuff. It's all like the crappy laptop we have here for that Lazlo uses is a Lenovo. Yeah, I think it's a ThinkPad. Yeah, it's a ThinkPad. Um, well, the first thing I do when I get in here is I take all of the Windows. <laughs> run monitors and I face the I make them I face the wall. I've been doing that since day one. I was like, I cannot look at you. But look, it does do this, which is neat. So I can take it and then I can flip what? it and it turns into like a tablet. Wait. Okay, so it folds in half together. Yeah. See, that's but what, I don't know how to use it. Now. That's what Android things do to try to be cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. To try and be trendy, they make them so that they break in half. Yeah, you don't really need things to fold. There's a new Android folding phone that was just announced yesterday. That is like your uncle that wants to be cool, so he gives you beer. He sneaks <laughs> you beer at like 14 or something. Exactly. You know the worst part about this? It's a touchscreen, which a lot of people would say, well, that's awesome that it's a touchscreen. No, because you know how often I touch my screen or point at something on my screen to show someone like, hey, look, this is what I'm, like, pointing at. And then the whole thing, like, wipes out. And I don't I don't know why they gave me this. Apparently, we're getting new ones. 
So these are the old ones. Don't know why you even gave me this. You know what? I know I know that Chris threw up in here by about 6.15 on Monday. <laughs> I'm about to if you keep holding that thing up. Music. World. Local. And unofficial holidays. We're digging deep into history. Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you on This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends. You good? Yeah. You made it. We did it. Oh. You know why? It's because the damn sink in the bathroom wouldn't recognize my stupid hands. I hate that. I was like, you've been gone a long time. Usually, you're pretty quick with the restroom break right before we go do something. Yeah. Middle sink does not recognize your hands. I don't know how many times I just like moved them around to the point where then I just moved over to the sink on the right. Everything was fine. So... My bad. We're good. All right. We're good. You got it? Yes. Do you, right. Are you good, too? Because yeah, I just came running in. I'm good. Ish. We're fine. We'll All figure right. it out. All right. Cool. This is Thursday, August 13th, and on this day in history, let's talk about it. On this day last year, CBS and Viacom merge two huge media companies. <laughs> the combined companies are worth $28 billion. Ooh. Ooh. You know... When you see the number billion, mm-hmm. you really can't, I can't process that in my head. Are you the same way? Yeah. It's like when I see space that comes with a little USB drive. Yes. They're like, this has 438 megabytes. I cannot quantify that <laughs> in my brain. Can you? No. No. <laughs> I'm, mine caps out at about 16 gigs. 16, I can figure it out. I'm like, I know how much I can load on that puppy. <laughs> puppy on this day in 2015 our government returns a picasso to france that's been missing since 2001 um here is audio of the guy talking about it and i think i I, it's hard to understand so i will translate what he says after a degas jules breton and a pissarro for the first time since 2011 we have the opportunity to meet and celebrate the return by the United States to France of a major work of art. Okay, I got most of that besides the since 2011. I swear he says something about a pizza hut. <laughs> um, but uh, play it again real quick. I'll say it over it. All right. All right. After a Degas, a Jules Breton, and a Pissarro. Yeah, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. Got it. Yeah, we threw that in there at the end. What are you saying out there in French? You know I'm half French, right? (laughs) Je suis la jeune fille. Follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Jordan. Mm -hmm. Okay. On this day in 1997, South Park premieres, and this is the first joke ever. Ike, you can't come to school with me. (laughs) Yeah, go home, you little dildo. Dude. Don't call my brother a dildo. What's a dildo? Well, I don't know. And I'll bet Carmen doesn't know either. Hey, can we can we say that? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I was like, I'm playing this. I know, it's <laughs> repeated, repeated, repeated. Here's the thing. We're on the same, we're in the same building as Johnny Dare. Right. He's my buddy. He's our buddy. He's always yeah. been very nice and, and uh, loves our show. I have a feeling we can say dildo. I'm pretty positive. I mean, Johnny's gotten away with worse. I, I think so. That's where I was going with that. <laughs> but should we just, like, move on? Yeah. So that we just don't stick here? Yeah, we won't play that audio clip again. Mm-hmm. On this day in 1994, it is day two of Woodstock 94, and bands that performed were Nine Inch Nails, Green Day, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Green Day 
played when it started to rain, and they, there's like this iconic scene of them throwing mud back at the audience because the audience was chucking mud at them. Why? Because it's the 90s. Because it's the 90s. That's just how things were. Yeah. Everyone was pissed off. Well, no, no. We were always chucking mud. Oh, okay. That's it. We're, remember when we were going to have another Woodstock again, and then they just decided, hey, not enough people were going to show up. And luckily, I mean, look, they could have just used COVID at the excuse that they waited long enough. That's true. That's- <laughs> <laughs> they could have just... They, they did a Woodstock 99 that was also not that great either. Really? Yeah. So they didn't, like, learn from the last time it went wrong. <laughs> Maybe they need to hire the people from the fire Festival. There you go. Mm-hmm, that went so well. On this day in 1982, due to plummeting record sales, many major record labels cut their staff. Now, they believe that the lack of sales are due to the availability of a brand new piece of media, the blank cassette tape. Huh. So now you could record what you wanted instead of having to buy it. Yeah, and now you don't have to record anything or do anything. It's just all there at your fingertips. Justin, I'm going to take you back. I'm going to take you back to whatever year Vanilla Ice's To the Extreme came out. I'm going to look right now. Is it better than Shaq's um, skills? This is the one that has Ice Ice Baby on it. Okay, so his one album that actually probably did well. Vanilla Ice's To the Extreme, 1990. Okay. So... The way that my brother's friend had this tape, cassette tape, and I took a tape player, put it in a room, took another tape player, put it next to the first tape player, hit play on the one with the vanilla ice, Mm -hmm. and hit record on the one with the blank tape. So that's how we used to have to do it. So we couldn't connect them. Okay, so it, it, but it's... It sounded echoey, didn't it? Like, didn't it sound like an... It did. And also, there's my mom spanking me in the background because I did something wrong. So, man, anytime I hear... Ice Ice Baby. (laughs) Oh, man. She can't hurt me anymore. The golden years, man. She can't hurt me anymore. Okay. um, Okay. On this day in 1969, the Apollo 11 astronauts that just walked on the moon a couple weeks before... Enjoy a ticker tape parade in New York City, dinner in L.A., and they get the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Here is the official news people talking about it. I've seen heroes in their time, but to no one have they ever given the welcome they did the astronauts. From the moment the three men and their families set foot on the tip of Manhattan, it was bedlam. At City Hall, the shouting and screaming gave way only temporarily to an official welcome from Mayor Lindsay. What happened? Like, why, why was it in the 60s, I'd even say 70s, and in the 80s, space was such an amazing thing to people. Like, we wanted to go so bad, and everyone viewed astronauts as heroes and things like that. And then all of a sudden, we're just like, yeah, NASA, we don't need that. We don't, who cares? It's well, just space. That is because we have obviously explored every inch of space. Oh, yeah. And we've got it now. We don't need to leave this planet anymore. We've done it. Yeah, we figured it out. We're good. There's literally a news story in the news today about finding, like, some new Milky Way galaxy. It All it took, I will say, the past couple years, space has become cool again. But that's only because of Elon Musk. That has nothing to do with space anymore. People just think that he's the coolest thing in the world. So whatever he does must be cool. Like, that's the only reason people, oh, yeah, space? Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah that's cool. I just don't understand where... Where are these, like, super, super, super powerful telescopes that they're using to, like, discover new stuff? Because look, I mean, look at the sky. the sky. There's one planet that's, like, extra bright right now, and you can see it. It's sometimes by the moon. 
that's all the stars that I can like. It's so confusing. It's like it's like oh my god, I just found a new grand grain of sand on the beach. You know, yeah. it's like how yeah, do you yeah. do that? Yeah, exactly. You can't like write on it. It's like, anyway, <laughs> proud of everybody, I guess. <laughs> on this day in 1942, Bambi is released, and here's a little bit from the trailer from back then. Walt Disney, the world's greatest storyteller, brings the world's greatest love story to the screen. Bambi, the story that proves that love can be loaded with laughs. Bambi's mate, Celine, love is at once a tender and a terrifying thing. To Bambi himself, love comes to mean heroism and fearlessness. You did exactly what I did. Bambi's mate? I don't remember that in the movie either. Didn't he have a friend, Thumper? Um... There was a, like a rabbit, and they call me Thumper because I like to thump, and he'd thump his leg like that. Like that. I remember that. Right. I don't remember him having a chick. I don't remember having a mate. A doe. At all. <laughs> a deer. Through that whole thing. Me neither. But also, we talked about this with middle schoolers. My middle schoolers picked up on the fact that Bambi's mom dies at the very beginning. <gasps> what? And then they went on this tangent, and they're like, wow, Disney's really mean. And I was like, what do you, what do you guys mean? You know, these are 12-year-olds. They're like, Bambi, or Disney kills a lot of moms and dads. And they went on this whole thing of all these evil, the evil stepmom in uh, Cinderella, in Rapunzel, Entangled. She is, it's a wicked stepmom, but it's not actually your stepmom, whatever. Okay. The parent, both parents die in the Frozen movie. Like all of these great Disney movies, Lion King. His dad dies. It's one of the biggest prolific scenes. I'm sorry if I'm spoiling a lot of movies for a lot of people. Why do you gotta bring that up? But why I I, it was just amazing that twelve year olds were able to process the fact that Disney just kills off parents like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. Back that back in the day we used to cry when that happened. Now these kids are like desensitized to that point. Yes. I really hate that fact. I apologize to the world for that I had nothing to do with that. On this day in 1935, which sucks that it's on this day, but yet I did an interview yesterday with a roller derby girl from the Independence League. Um, The first roller derby match ever was held in Chicago. Oh, nice. Yeah. And the Independence League also has uh, an all-gender branch of it as well, which for the most part, I've only known roller derby to be a female Sport. Right, that's I mean, what I thought like, too. Give us one, <laughs> Jesus. <Yeah. laughs> but uh, they've got an, an inclusive league for all genders as well. Nice, that's awesome. Great. Yeah, Dude, roller derby is scary to me. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever do it, but I'd watch it. It's cool to watch. I dated a roller derby girl once. Oh man, Jordan, why? She was wild. I was gonna okay. say, <laughs> I am <laughs> moving on. I saw your eyes. Wild, and I was like what? <laughs> Crystal, call me. Uh, On this day in 1918, women are allowed to enlist in the United States Marines Corps for the very first time. The very first woman to enlist is Ofa Mae Johnson, and this is a little bit about her. The first of an estimated 300 women to sign up on the 13th of August 1918 was Ofa Mae Johnson. Johnson was 40 years old when she enlisted, and her extensive clerical and stenographical experience made her a perfect fit for the role. Wow, we get to join the Marines, and we get to write down your thoughts. God, (laughs) I hate this! Just because of our PPs. Oh, man. On this day in 1907, the first taxi cab... Wow, I sound depressed now, but I'm just mad at past. Uh, the first taxi hits the streets of New York City on this day in 1907. 
Really? That's mm-hmm. kind of baffling. I, I wouldn't have thought that 1907 there were taxi cabs. I triple-checked this because I kind of felt the same way as well. It's like I feel like it's really early for them to not only be having an abundance of, you know, extra vehicles, but vehicles specifically designed to take other people where they need to go. Yeah, you figure all the rich people that lived in New York City in the early 1900s had their own, I don't know, time-traveling machines. <laughs> Hmm. That gave me an idea that I don't feel like telling you on the radio because okay. that's my idea. No, no, I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, but the unofficial holiday today is International Left-Handers Day. Are you left-handed? I am not. Mm. At, well, at some things. <laughs> but, what? Jordan Silver on the bus. Bus family, if you are looking for something to do tomorrow that is as safe as possible, we've got the Walmart drive-in in Lawrence, and they are playing the Karate Kid tomorrow. Gates are at 6, show is at 7.30, and it is the original Karate Kid, 1984. Okay, I was going to ask. I was like, is it the Jaden Jaden uh, Smith one? No, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. No, the original one. If you haven't seen this, uh, it is a classic. Oh, yeah. Catching catching flies with chopsticks, trimming the bonsai Okay, tree. stop it. That sounds racist now, but it was the 80s. Yeah, I mean. Oh, God. Um, he, it was, it was a, it, he was doing it to teach him... His speed and agility. Why did the old guy want to hang out with the little, the young kid? I don't. I always felt weird about that. Why? I don't know. I mean, I think what he was just the... using him for the first part of that. Who, Mr. Miyagi? He was or totally Daniel's using son? Daniel's son. Okay, well, I don't think we can call him Daniel's son either. Follow the show. Instagram.com/slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. I remember having a crush on my high school social studies teacher junior year his name was mr menard and he was like a bodybuilder okay. he was like a man gotcha <laughs> like head muscles on top of muscles and then he would wear those shirts yeah and you'd be like god what is growing under there <laughs> how did you get you and really wanted to know what was growing under there I-, I did at the time even though i didn't know anything his wife was our softball coach and so we would all be really jealous that she was the one who was married to mr menard because we were in new yep. england yeah and uh, and she'd be like, run, girls, run. And we'd be like, shut up, Linda. <laughs> shut up. Oh. I think everyone through the years has had a crush on one of their teachers. Okay, that's true. But I've never had the conversation with a teacher yeah. that is good looking. Yeah, thank you. About what that feels like, probably. It's, it's problematic. Um, definitely problematic. Because that's- you never know where that line is because we're we're taught to create relationships with the students not like not like relationships right. not relationships, like coach car and like, train pack in, <laughs> in mean girls, in mean girls yes. yes yes oh but um no you're you're taught to make them feel like you know you're you're a voice for them and that they can come to you with things that they need and that they'll work harder for you if they see you you know, in a better light. Mm-hmm. We all had that mean teacher that sucked mm-hmm. and they were awful and you never wanted to do any of their stuff because they were mean. So we're taught, hey, make that relationship, you know, make them like you. So that way, but then when they have a crush on you and it's like, Ooh. oh, I never had a crush on Mr. Menard because he was just like nice and liked me. <laughs> it was because he was very good looking. Purely looks. Yes. Come on. It's it's you're like you just go through puberty. You don't know what this is. All of a sudden, you got a crush on the teacher. Like, yeah. I understand the psychological part of it. Normally, on this show, we do go there. But you're a good-looking dude, and you're teaching kids. This is your first year, like, 
doing it like that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually teaching. I've worked with kids for four or five years, mm-hmm. and they I've had the crushes in the past and things like that. Oh, my God. That. What do they do? What do they do? Um, the most recent one, we took goodbye photos on my last day of the summer program, and one of the girls asked. We took photos together as a group. Uh-huh. I took a photo with my girlfriend who came to my going away party, Love which her. was nice. Mm-hmm. Then they took a photo of me by myself with all the decorations that the kids had made for me. And one of the girls went up to one of the teachers that took the picture and said, hey, can you print me off a copy of that so I can put it on my cork board? So, so that, at that, I was very glad it was my last day because that was the point oh. where I was like, okay, mm, mm, there's the line. We uh, passed it. You know, but being a student, I never thought about how weird it would be for the teacher to have. Right. A student, or many students, actually, right. have crushes on them. I mean, like, I never went up to him and, like, proposed anything, but still. Exactly. Like, I had one I had one in middle school, one in high school, a couple in high school. And you never really did anything about it. You just kind of, it was like a fantasy. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. never, even, you never even really talked to that teacher yeah. out of turn because you were scared. You're like, oh, man, that's intimidating. They, they're, they're pretty. You, yeah. know? You, you never got up to write on the, the board. Right. So now... I'm having students that see me like that, and I'm kind of the same way. But now I've made the realization, those teachers totally knew. Uh, as, oh, as no. students, you make it so obvious. So obvious. As hard as you don't want to make or as bad as you don't want to make it obvious, oh. you make it obvious. <gasps> oh, that sucks. No, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Oh, he, he knows. He knew. Mr. Menard? Yeah. Menard. Menard. <laughs> I hate the main accent. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Dustin, you were just like there for me. You got I the got news you. today. I got the news. Oh my gosh. Tell us what's going on. All right. So in music news, the Foo Fighters are bringing back their 1995 tour t-shirts to benefit the Save Our Venues campaign. Jordan, I'll show you a little picture of it. It's really just an alien on the front yeah it is and on the back it shows the uh venue in california that they were at in 1995 so if you want to look like you were there you know go ahead and do that but all the proceeds are going to two different merches so save our venues campaign which Mm -hmm. is what's going on in the uk and the one in the u.s is also getting its benefits which is save our stages so make sure you buy the one for save our stages unless you want to support the brits because you know the Brits. Yeah. Why do we got to... Mm-hmm. Why do we have to confuse people? Yeah, just put Why? it all in one thing, turn it all into euros, <laughs> and we should just start accepting it. <laughs> so, in other news, in tech news, we were talking about this earlier, my laptop that we mentioned <laughs> earlier in the show that <laughs> folds in half that the district was very nice to give to Lenovo? me. Lenovo? Yeah, it's a Lenovo. Now, Microsoft is also announcing they'll be releasing its first foldable Android phone, the Surface Duo, <laughs> on September 10th. Jordan, have That's- you looked at this thing? No, I refuse. Okay. I don't want my eyes so to burn out of the two, sockets. It's two separate five-inch displays, and then when you open it up, it's obviously like an eight to ten-inch tablet. That's a tablet. It's a tablet. Why would you not just buy a tablet? And if you're asking, well, how much is it going to cost? $1,400. Which is the same as, like, the iPhone 11 Max Pro everything. But... Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Plus, if you fold it, you can fold it either way. Mm-hmm. So you can close it like a book, mm-hmm. or you can open it and have both screens showing at once. That Why seems extremely that? dangerous, too. Yeah. I, I don't know. What? If you're an Android person, I just already question you enough. So, But if you want, I mean, September 10th, there you go. 
Damn. Also in entertainment news, Princess Diana musical will debut on Netflix before hitting Broadway because of obviously COVID and everything happening. They're going to film the Broadway musical with no audience. And then on it's supposed to stream on Netflix sometime in 2021. So, which sucks. I mean, I know I was supposed to actually go to New York and go to Broadway. You, what do you, what were you going to dance and sing in? No, I was not going to dance and sing. I have a buddy that I went to high school with. He went oh. to school for theater and he got hired on at Broadway. Damn Broadway? Yeah, right. At like 22? Yes. What a jerk. What I a know. talented jerk. What a talented jerk. I bet he worked really hard for that too. <laughs> I know. Oh, and I was sucks. like, God, which sucks. But at the same time, man, I really want to come see that. And then everything happened. And so he's, you know, at a loss. So hopefully. Oh, that sucks, man. They're going to do something similar for him, but I don't know. I mean, obviously that's... But Princess Diana, there you go. Um, I tried to find a clean Princess Diana joke. They don't exist. There's not one. No, they're bad. Just don't look them up. Nope. Now people are going to look them up. And last but certainly not least, for Jordan, uh, we have entered the breakup phase of lockdown romances. What does that have to do with me? I don't know. Have you started one over this whole thing? Anyway, so on, uh, <laughs> there's an article on Mashable, which is always a reliable source. Hey, I like that website. <laughs> I do, too. Um, I don't they, even care if they're lying. <laughs> they're entertaining. Exactly. It was uh, written by a girl named Rachel, and she was just describing her experiences with how you meet someone. Well, not really meet them. You meet them online, and you build up this relationship over these last couple of months where you don't see each other. So it's kind of like that Love is Blind TV show oh. where you're getting to know them on a deeper level. Right. Well, what's finding out what they've done, and they've done research and studies have shown that these couples are now finally meeting for the first time. Okay. And it's not working out because they've created this false narrative and this idea of what the person's going to be like in person. I mean, they know what they look like and they know what they talk like, but they don't know how they're going to behave in person, which is a completely different animal. Yep. Yeah, that's my therapist was always like, all right, if you have a crush on someone, you need to go for them because the thing that you do, I do, is you start to build them up in your head and mm-hmm. then you build up a fantasy as opposed to the actual version of them. Exactly. And Ooh. especially like this girl, she had never even done a virtual date with this person. So her first time meeting him was in person. And obviously it didn't go well because, you know, she's complaining about him. Right. Here. <laughs> Unmashable.com. Unmashable.com. That's when you know it's a bad date. So Rolling Stones just released. They said you can see footage from the world's first socially distanced arena's debut show. Now, Jordan, if you haven't seen this concert, Mm -mm. it's it's everything you'd expect a socially distanced venue to be. It is those big metal barricades that you've hurt yourself on Mm -hmm. at every concert you've ever been to. They put those into cubes, and then they let you have that cube. So you're basically reserving a cube for you and... I would assume three guests. From the pictures, it looks like you can have four or five people in them. And those are probably separated about six feet apart. Exactly. And that's the whole point. But they're also putting chairs inside the cubes, which a lot of people are reacting with, oh, my God, I can finally sit but still be in general admission. Wait, so time out. Um, Social distancing concerts are basically everybody gets their own VIP section? Exactly. Exactly. I don't see a problem with that. I I wonder if there's bottle service and stuff there, too. That'd be amazing. Thank you, Corona. (laughs) I might want to go back to festivals again because otherwise they're hell. So in sad news, um, Americans may not get their second stimulus check until September if Congress can't reach a deal by Friday. That's what the IRS is warning. Just give the people their money. They need it. They need it. It's not like they're not going to be printing that out and just handing it to people anyway. Right. Like, it's just, it's a necessary thing. Why wait until then anyway? Just do it. It's screwing the housing community and like that's about to blow up as well because people can't afford their rent which makes sense oh god all right 
But in lighter news, um, if you're a Dunkin' Donuts person, no, you're from that area. Yeah, you're know. from the Northeast. That's like Dunkin' Donuts territory. You're right, but it is not what I like. Okay, fair yeah. enough, fair enough. But they are releasing its own pumpkin spice latte this year. Dunkin' Donuts will have their own pumpkin spice latte. You know when you are carving a pumpkin and after you get the top part off, mm-hmm. you have to reach in and like pull all the guts out. That's what I expect. It's a taste the like Dunkin' Donuts. The texture, pumpkin. even yeah. even that texture is probably what's going to be sucking through. They don't care. That's what they, they, don't, <laughs> they don't care. care. I swear they don't care. And last but not least, just it's comical. Uh, a woman is stunned when her new driver's license came back with a picture of an empty chair. This happened in Tennessee. A woman got her new license in the mail and she noticed that her photo was missing. Um, they just had a photo of a empty chair. Yes. Getting you ready. I already put my hand up. Uh, she's a vampire. No. They can't be photographed. No. She's a vampire. No. Jordan Silver on the bus. I love your generation. Because we're awesome. I thought about this this morning. I love Gen Z because you guys are woke, first yeah. off. You're funny as hell. Thanks to TikTok, I know that. And you can't, you, you, you're like slightly depressed, but also you won't let someone be rude. Exactly. Well, and I think I think the funny thing is, is that you think we're funny because most of us are only funny because it's all like self-deprecating humor. We're just making fun of ourselves. I was born in the wrong generation. All the I'm time. Like you. we are just constantly beating ourselves up. But also, it feels like you do also know yourself as well. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of us do. I think we were in an era where we had so much access to technology and things like that that we were able to kind of create what we wanted to be and then just stick with it. Yeah, that's a great explanation of it. Yeah. And, I mean, cool generation. Like, like great for you guys. <laughs> On Twitter right now, the hashtag is, if this were the 90s, and every single one of these things I remember. And I am so worried. Because you were born in 97? Yes. So oh. I really, you know, people are always like, oh, us 90s babies. I'm like, we really weren't. Mm-mm. We really weren't. We, we were born in the 90s. So, yes, we were babies. But we're, we're definitely 2000s. Like, that's our childhood memories. I mean, I was, I was th- three. Well, no, I was only two in 99. So. So. <laughs> I sent you the link to this buzz, well, to uh, to the Twitter hashtag, if this were the 90s. And I was wondering, since I know these, you and I could just go through some of them. Some that you might have questions about how we used to live okay. back in the day. Because I was born in 82. That meant that I was between 8 and 18 yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. So that's basically where I did a lot of my growing up. I was going to say, you were right in that prime age for... Probably most of what people remember, mm-hmm. especially people who are on Twitter. Like that's probably most of the people around your age. Because we're boomers, <laughs> whatever you want to call us. What's a derogatory? Mel's, Mel. Mel's, <laughs> millennials. But uh, so here's the first one. I just want it says you got if this were the '90s, the highlight of my week would be running to Blockbuster to rent the last VHS copy of the hot new movie that just came out. No, I had Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. We didn't have VHS at Blockbuster. I was by the time I was going to Blockbuster, it was DVD, and they also had video games. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> Let me take you back, Dustin, okay. <laughs> Gen Zer, to a time where 
the shelves at Blockbuster had to be deeper because the medium in which you would rent to see a movie was a thick black square. Oh, yeah. It had to. A rectangle. Yeah. Wow. It had to hold like a VHS tape. Yeah. So, I mean, VHS tape. Well, that's why they only had so many copies. I was saying the last copy because you can only fit, what, two on a shelf? Mm-hmm. But it really meant something to run all the way to Blockbuster and see in like your, the furthest, the furthest that you can see, you can see a little space that meant that there was one copy of, I don't know, Empire Records still left. And then you run and then you try to get it before someone now, else does. does that mean, since they were VHS, does that mean you had to... Be kind, please rewind. Oh my That's God. a thing? Yeah, be kind, please rewind. What they would do to VHS movies back in the day, with, oh God, I hate saying that, is they would cover over one of the, the clear windows yeah, to yeah, the yeah, wheel yeah. so that they could see if you had rewound it or not. Because all the tape would either be there or be empty. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh my God, be kind, did please you rewind. Get, did you get like a fine? Or Oh yeah, if, they chopped off a finger. Look at this. <laughs> I will never. I'm so sorry. Field of Dreams will never be the same. The next one you've got is if this were the 90s, I'd be spending hours upon hours in Borders, books, and music. I've never been to a Borders. Mm. That was like where you could be a hipster before that was a thing. So was it like Barnes and Noble? Exactly. Okay. Except for there was not that great of a coffee shop in okay. there. And like, I don't care how many hours you would spend at Borders, books, and music, you wouldn't buy anything. So it was kind of like Barnes and Noble now. Like you've got all these people who go there and just read and people watch. Yeah, that's it. That's it. All right. If this were the '90s, Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC would be the toughest decision I would have to make. Well, I I feel like you would know this one as well. What What do you think? Well, I didn't know that it was like a a big competition. Oh yeah, you could only pick one. You couldn't love both. What is? It's not like the. It's not Elvis versus the Beatles. Like it's. Yes, it was. Was it really? Yeah. It's NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys. On three, I want you to say who was your favorite out of them. We'll go one, two, and then say it. Ready? One, two. Backstreet Boys. Yeah, NSYNC. Backstreet Boys. NSYNC. Well, Backstreet Boys would beat them. Backstreet Boys had way more songs. I want it that way. You are. Fire. Which one was the, wasn't Insync the one? See, this is going to definitely show that I don't know very it's much. It's gonna be May. Insync the one with uh, um, Justin Timberlake, or is that? Oh Backstreet my God, Boys? are you really saying this right now? Is Insync the one with Justin Timberlake? Are you really saying that? Yeah. Oh my God. Is that? I remember. <laughs> the answer is yes. Okay, so they are obviously, in my opinion, the better boy band. Well, I'm not even on that anymore. Because they're mean. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> focused on the fact that I didn't know that he was... That your generation may not have known. It's not just common knowledge that that was the one that Justin Timberlake is in. I, uh, I remember when I started radio, like 2007 in Seattle, that was when No Doubt did their first reunion tour. Okay. And I was giving out tickets because they were coming to Seattle. This girl calls, is the right caller, so I'm grabbing her information. And at the very end, she's like, so... Who is No Doubt? Hmm. And I was like, oh, you know Gwen Stefani? And she's like, oh, yeah, I love Gwen Stefani. I was like, that's the band that made her famous. That's <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends from 6 to 9 on The Buzz. Born in 1997, Dustin. Yes, ma'am. Woo! So we're talking about a 
trend that Jordan found, a hashtag, if this were the 90s. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about Blockbuster. The highlight of someone's week would be running to Blockbuster to rent a last VHS copy of the hot new movie. It's what it used to be like. Which I didn't even know they had VHS movies at Blockbuster because by the God. time I started going, it was all DVD. Oh. But the text line mentioned, remember when they rented dirty VHS at Blockbuster? So I messaged back and said they had an adult section because I didn't know this, obviously. I Blockbuster had an adult section? They said, yes, they would put black slides in front of it so you can't see what was on the cover. Mm, that kind of does bring back some memories. Kind of. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me that a video store would have an adult section. Blockbuster, kind of, yes. You know, most of those cliche ones you see in TV shows and movies of a adult video store or having an adult video section, usually some back room yeah, that's, that you've got to walk through a beaded yeah, doorway. Yeah, that's that was it. The one in our hometown had this little, like, cloth yes, yes. door, and you would walk by it, and you'd just, like, kind of hit it and be like, boobs. boobs. <laughs> Look, boobs. Because it's the 90s, because we didn't have the internet yet. Yeah. So you couldn't, the only boobs you could see were scrambled on Channel 77. That's amazing that you guys made it as far as you did without just... Hey, instant access to boobs. Once every 45 minutes, everything would clear up for one second on Channel 77 <laughs> and you would see something. And that was worth everything back in the day. Channel 77. Mm-hmm. Oh, dating yourself there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of uh, boobs. Uh, what? If this what? were the 90s, I found some more. So if this were the what 90s. What has to do with boobs on the, this list? You put the only person who would slay is Buffy. Well, you didn't. A Twitter user did. Right. But, I don't know, Buffy was a vampire slayer. I know that much. Uh-huh. I just want to hear you talk your way out of that segue about boobs. Is it because She's... Buffy has boobs? Well, yeah. <laughs> I figured she was hot. Why was she, like, did guys not have crushes on Buffy? No, they did. Okay, thank oh. you. Sarah Michelle Gellar? I was like, why is she still so so popular in today's era if she didn't, if, she, like, guys didn't have posters of her on the wall? She was like the Fiona Apple that like wasn't so dark okay you know yeah like her boyfriends were a little bit more respectful to her <laughs> than the ones that fiona apple were which is awful i'm just saying like sarah michelle geller same like deal okay Ugh. okay mm. so yeah i never watched buffy the vampire slayer i just knew i haven't either but i think that's clever if this that's... were the 90s the only person who would slay is buffy <laughs> All right, what else is on this list? I got, if this were the 90s, I would order 12 CDs for one penny from Columbia House, then saying I never received them to get some freebies. Every Sunday in the paper, there would be this, like, stamp thing at the very back page of whatever the little color magazine was that goes inside the Sunday newspaper. Okay. And it would have stickers of all the, like, cool new CDs. Okay. And you would rip them off and lick them and stick them to this postcard. And you're never supposed to send them in because we all knew Columbia House was a scam. How the hell do you get 12 CDs for one cent? Exactly. That's it. I have a friend that that happened to and she got like a $4,000 bill or something. It was crazy. No way. You don't get anything for free. I still don't know exactly how that scam, the Columbia House scam worked. I'm going to look into that while we go to commercials and stuff because... Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. the next one on this list is if this were the 90s, I'd be convinced that collecting certain Beanie Babies would totally fund my early retirement. Mm-hmm. Now, I can actually attest to this one because I grew up in a house where this was the theory. My mom still, to this day, oh. has an immense amount of Beanie Babies and Beanie Buddies, which if you don't know what, what Beanie Buddies are, they are the smaller version of the Beanie Babies. They're their babies that go Ew. with the Beanie 
Babe Beast. Okay, hold on. I'm pulling up the list of 30 expensive collectible Beanie Babies. This came out last year, so. I'm looking for prices. Whoa! Okay, is there one that's actually worth anything? Yeah, the first one on this list is someone called Steg, which is a little dinosaur. Worth 50 grand, apparently. I don't think it's worth 50 grand. I'm pretty sure we have that one. If it is, I'm not going to... Oh, my God. Rainbow, which is... It looks like a lizard worth 49000 No way. Are they actually worth something? I Maybe. I'm not telling my Pinchers, mom. I'm just the... going to sell those under the table. Yeah, not, for real. I'll let her know that. Cosmopolitan Magazine says that Scoops, the pelican, is worth 100 Scoops grand. Scoops, the pelican's worth something? It says 100 grand. Oh, my God. Large Wallace and his squad, which is just looks like a green beanie baby is worth over half a million dollars this why is, on what website are these actually worth something that's not a thing this says shop now on ebay this is cosmopolitan magazine they don't lie cosmopolitan <laughs> magazine because uh, i know they have the princess diana beanie babies and that one was yeah. worth something at one point six hundred and sixty five thousand dollars on ebay right now for what it's a yeah, the dirt, they're, okay, yeah, it's the Princess Die one. Yeah, that one I knew was, like, worth some money, but not half a mil. This is the second time you've brought up Princess Diana on this radio show, Dustin, yeah, just so you know. Well, in case you wanted to know that Princess Diana has going to have a Broadway play that's going to be on Netflix in 2021. But anyway. Okay. That's, wow, Beanie I, Babies might actually be worth something now. They might. Huh. Does it have a number of bids on it, though? I bet that's just like, oh, my starting ask price, and people don't actually bid on that. That might be it. What Beanie Babies are like? I mean, there's a bunch of websites that have the values of... There's some that are worth 15 grand, apparently. Oh, damn, why didn't... Okay. Okay. Why didn't you collect Beanie Babies, Jordan? Someone said the Columbia House thing was real, by the way. You just had to buy three or four more CDs at full price during that year. Okay. Or else they'd bill you Got it. an S ton. Back then, though, CDs were like thirty dollars, twenty nine ninety nine. Why? I don't know. Especially for the music that came out back <laughs> to, like the early nineties. All right. So the last one I've got because I have to ask you about it because mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It says if this were the nineties, Clarissa, yeah, would still be explaining it all. Melissa Joan Hart's show, Clarissa Explains It All, it was on Nickelodeon. Never heard of this. Uh, you, who is Clarissa? Was she... Melissa a, Joan Hart. You know who Melissa Joan Hart is. Right, but she, was she... A, so she would have been... How she, old at the time? I don't know. I think she was one of those people that pl- that was like 30 and played a 15-year-old. Yeah. And then she had this really handsome neighbor named Sam who would crawl up in her window, which that's creepy now. <laughs> but every time Sam would join the room in Clarissa Explains It All, someone would play the guitar and like uh, just use like the little like... <laughs> Whammy bar. So okay. like, wow, wow, wow. Was it just like the stereotypical? Was there a premise of the show? Was she in high school and she's dating people? No, she had a brother named Ferguson. God, why do I know these things? Still? How <laughs> come I know these things, but I don't remember my niece's name? <laughs> oh, because it was the prime time, the 90s for you. It was like we said, that was when you were the ages of 8 through 18. So it makes sense. You know, Melissa Joan Hart did tweet recently about COVID. Really? And it was something like, if I was still doing Clarissa Explains It All, this might be the only thing that I cannot explain. (laughs) Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.